0: going on everybody episode 177 of the white cat outdoors podcast this week me and tom are joined in studio with our good buddy trevor coon uh frank's not in studio today because we're recording kind of off schedule we had uh, some plans earlier in the week so with trevor coming into town for the weekend we just thought it'd be fun to do an episode with him because we've been hunting with him for years and he just has been really close friends with us and we just enjoyed a lot of our hunting stories with him over the years so today we're going to talk about uh, Trevor's first turkey his first few turkey hunts that resulted in a lot of birds dying uh, his first buck how we met him and you know why we're such good friends with them so we hope you really enjoy this episode there's a lot of good hunting stories involved um, mostly all turkey hunting but also Trevor's first buck story which was a blast so we hope you guys really enjoy this episode and we're just gonna get tuned in to this week's episode right now so I did the cardinal sin. I
1: got out of the truck, and when I slammed the door, I heard gobbles all around me. Let's see Alaska, moose, spot and saw.
0: Outdoors.
2: What's going on everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another installment of the White Cat Outdoors Podcast. I am your host, Tom, and in the studio with me today I got my brother Nick. Yep, I would consider myself also a co-host here. <laughs> yeah. And our good buddy Trevor.
1: How's it going? Very much not a co-host.
2: But uh Frank's not in the studio today. We're
0: not podcasting on our normal Wednesday night routine. We had softball Wednesday night, so we had to bump it back, and our buddy Trevor from Pittsburgh decided he was coming in this weekend to do a little turkey hunting, so figured why not bring him on? Yeah.
2: So As you know, turkey season's well underway, and mine and Trevor's friendship, and Nick as well, goes back to our college days, and I met Trevor. We worked on the grounds crew together at the university, and believe it or not, he actually hated me when we first met.
1: Couldn't stand him.
2: Trevor had been there for how many years? Uh, I believe it was two at that point. And never once got to touch a zero turn. Day one, I show up. Boss man puts me on a zero turn to go cut some grass.
1: Does Trevor grabbing the string trimmer? Yep. Oh yeah, one hundred percent out there in yeah. the rough.
2: <laughs> and then it was like two weeks later, he asked to move in for the summer.
0: It was that quick.
1: Yeah, I figured you know what? If we're gonna bury this hatchet, we gotta we gotta do it right
0: now. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> now we worked together for the full year this school year and trevor graduated and went back down to pittsburgh got a job interview up in erie and was like hey so i don't have to leave from pittsburgh in the morning do you think your parents would care if i what well, was for an interview at first wasn't it yeah that's what i just said oh i thought you said he- oh yeah yeah he's like, so i don't have to drive up from pittsburgh do you think your parents would care if i stayed on your couch and just left from there in the morning now not at all so trevor stays one night has the interview and ends up getting the job. So now he's got to book an apartment and he gets the apartment and he's like, Hey, they needed to uh, like shampoo the carpets or yeah, something. wash the carpets or wash the walls or something. Yeah. A lot it's of get, paint, you know, a lot of painting. It's going to be like three or four days. Do you think your parents would care if I stayed at your house to, for a few days while my apartment's getting ready? I'm like, no, they won't care. So he gets all situated for a couple days and, and it was just like one thing after another with
0: this apartment. They just kept doing project after project. Yeah, it was funny because like, yeah, it was like every week it seemed like it just got extended, and then to the point where we we're just like, I don't even know if this apartment exists. <laughs> like it, I, I don't know. It was, it was just funny how like it was like every week something. Was, oh, they're doing this to it or. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, obviously I signed that lease. Currently in the uh, busy season, if you will.
2: But uh, it ended up being pretty much a whole summer,
0: and hands down, probably the best summer. Oh, yeah. Well, because I, I turned 21 right before that summer started, so Trevor and I had an absolute blast all summer long. Um, but was it, it was it that spring, or the following spring, um, you took Trevor out turkey hunting?
2: No, that was still while we were in school. Oh, okay. Because he was living on campus, we actually, little preview, he ended up. Killing a Gobbler, and we cooked it at your house. I think it was still on Peach Street, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, down by Lakeside. Yeah. So, anyway, that's background how we know Trevor. And so, he, like I said, he came up this weekend to turkey hunt with us. And we've been turkey hunting with Trevor for quite a few years now. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but I called in and got Trevor. That was your first first turkey right yeah first one yeah and uh so i'll give trevor the reins here he'll give us the rundown of this turkey hunting expedition
0: oh yeah tom tom can call in some turkeys so i remember i guess i'll back up a little bit tom had warned you you know how turkey hunting can be very difficult and a lot of cat and mouse and it doesn't always go your way.
1: Oh, yeah. I had very low expectations, especially not knowing what I was about to get into or what I was doing. Um, I want to say we hit the field at, like, I don't know, 4.15, sat in a field for, what, two hours,
0: no backrest?
2: Yeah, we did find a nice bush to lean up against.
0: That's nice. Yeah, nothing but sturdy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Tom, why don't you give us a little rundown on how you set Trevor up? and? Well, we were hunting... Uh, my, and
2: I know better now, my uncle and my boss's lease at the time. I had mentioned to my <laughs> boss that I was hunting my uncle Frank's lease and I thought he was going to rip my head off. He's like, uncle Frank's lease. That's my lease. I'm like, oh my bad. And then he found out Trevor was using an 835 on his lease.
0: It It was bad. Yeah. Now what should you have been using? Apparently a 10 gauge. Single shot, break open. Oh,
1: yeah, apparently.
0: Greg tried like
2: hell getting Trevor to take that gun, but he was stuck with the old
0: 835. So did your boss find out that you shot a turkey on his lease before or after? Like, Did he know you were hunting it, or was it like, hey, I shot a bird, where'd you kill it, and then he found out? or He knew
1: that we were going out there. I honestly don't think we ever told him we actually got anything.
0: No, we didn't. It
1: was like, you know, it was, it was just a mutual <laughs> understanding. Like, yeah, we we didn't get anything that weekend. So uh, give us a rundown how the hunt went.
2: So Frank told us where these birds were roosted, and he said they usually roost in these pines, and they come down into the field in the morning and strut. So me and Trevor were like, all right, we're going to set up in this field. And like I said, there was no trees, so we hunkered down against a bush. And weathered that storm for probably what two hours oh yeah birds were gobbling off the roost pretty heavy and they didn't come out to the field like frank said they do every morning believe it or not and after i think both mine and trevor's legs had successfully successfully fallen asleep we decided it was probably time to head into the timber and chase after them and this this is where the story gets good so we go into the woods where we heard these birds on the roost and set up, do some calling. Any decoys or anything? No, no decoys. Do some calling, nothing. And I think it was at that point we decided it was time for a nap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, we're there was a fallen down log that we were both sitting up against. And we're both sleeping and I wake up to the sweet, sweet sound of a gobble off in the distance. So I nudge Trevor and, you know, to, Hey, there's birds gobbling. So get them all set up into position, call birds hammer back. So I'm like, all right, this this is good. So I get Trevor set up. He's in front of me, just probably five, 10 yards. I'm tucked back a little bit and I don't know how, I mean, it was just dumb luck. They came in on a stream, what was there, five of them? I think there was five
1: of them, yeah. Yeah. All gobblers? Yeah, every single one of
2: them. So they get to probably about 30 yards, and I'm like, okay, Trevor, shoot. And they just keep coming, and you get to like 25 yards. I'm like, okay, Trevor, shoot.
0: 20 yards can you hear tom oh yeah oh yeah yeah you heard i was like this guy does not know what he's talking (laughs) about So, what's going through your head with these birds out in front of you tom's yelling at you from behind to shoot like what's going through your head at that point they're too far
1: no i would just say nerves because you know i we got to a point that i didn't really know if we'd actually get to in the morning (laughs) and being the first time i'm like well i might as well wait and uh, give myself the best chance possible.
0: Just kind of prom night. Got a little nervous. Oh, yeah. He did yeah. not expect to be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they get to about 15
2: yards, and I get a little bit louder. I'm like, maybe he doesn't hear me. I'm like, Trevor, shoot. <laughs> Boom. Shotgun finally barks. Bird starts flopping. And Trevor jump up, or did you jump up or anything? I stood up real quick. I was going to try and shoot another one as they were running away. but
1: Yeah, Tommy took off.
0: Yeah,
2: but they were they were long gone. Yeah, couldn't couldn't get a bead. If on you were them. sitting
0: side by side, you probably could have. But sitting behind Trevor makes it tough. Yeah,
2: I yeah. If we were sitting together, we could have done the old three, two, one. But I don't know. I don't think I could have waited till fifteen yards. <laughs> if we would have though, yeah. <laughs> if we would have just waited till I wanted to. <laughs> but it uh, it was actually a double bearded gobbler, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So Trevor's first turkey hunt ever. Kills a double bearded gobbler. Yeah, have five birds come in on a string right to his lap. And he's just turkey hunting stuff's easy. Well, and I remember Tom told you that, you know, hey, this doesn't usually work out this way. And so it was like the following weekend, maybe we go up to Morrison to go turkey hunting, and we had a little fun at the campfire. You and I didn't ever didn't even make it out. Tom goes down, shoots a bird. So Trevor and I are like, all right, tomorrow we'll, we'll go get some of them birds with our buddy Joe. Well, you you actually, I forget, you didn't have a New York license. Mm-mm. So you were just kind of spectating. So we go get set up. Me and Joe had New York licenses. Birds come in, drop two more. And <laughs> like at that point, you've got to be thinking that like, wow, this turkey hunting stuff is just. <laughs> oh, it's the easiest thing you could do for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um it, yeah it was you had one hell of an opening season for turkey mm-hmm. hunting that like nobody ever gets to see, but I remember we went uh, one of my favorite turkey hunting stores with you was Warren the uh, the state forest trip we had to Ooh. we had to lie to Trevor because Tom and I have gotten to know Trevor over the years and kind of know what he's gonna try and weasel his way out of if he knows all of the details yeah so. there's always grass to cut <laughs> yeah. or or could be cut yeah so tom and i decide we're gonna tell trevor that we're going turkey hunting in the morning we are did we tell you any information said Corey. yeah you told me it was like like 25 minutes down the road so that wasn't the case so we had my little ford fusion all loaded up with decoys and shotguns and stuff at what point did you realize that you'd been bamboozled probably about an hour and 10 into the drive (laughs) I
1: realized this this thing, I was told. and I, You
2: weren't curious when we left the house at like 2.30?
1: No. No, I just figured, man, these guys just really want to get out. And <laughs> yeah. since I know we're getting birds anyway, we might as well get an early start.
0: So we're, al- we're almost to the parking lot that we're going to. And this massive black bear cuts us off in the middle of the road. Almost just totally wrecks my car. Do you think you could try and replicate the noise that you made. <laughs> I don't, th- that was straight instinct. I don't, I don't know what that noise was. Trevor has brought that up a few times since that day, but yeah, I think it's just called fear. Yeah. I mean, that blackbird <laughs> does was... not sound like, fear. I don't know what it <laughs> sounded like. I was just, I mean, it was two 30. I would, Trevor and I were probably drinking the night before. No. <laughs> and I was just so tired driving down there and then, out of no, I mean, it is just, there's nobody on the road because it's all back roads down there for, you know, hour and a half or whatever. And then out of nowhere, this, that black bear had to have been 500 pounds. Oh, it was huge. It was by far the biggest black bear I've ever seen. Cuts us off. And then about a half a mile down the road, we pull into the parking lot like, oh, here we are. We're going to go just get in the woods where that bear just was. And then I think at that point, we drop the bomb on Trevor that uh, our first setup is four miles from our parking lot. And I, I don't, at, at that point, wh- what are you feeling for this turkey hunt? Well, we were pretty well locked in at that point. So <laughs> I was like, well, here we go. So I, I think it was at that point I realized I go to grab my shotgun, I never threw a strap on it. So I've got, <laughs> I've got this shotgun with no straps. I've got that just like tucked under my shoulder. And I don't know how or why, But for some reason, I wore a hole right through the back of my sock about a hundred yards in. So I'm like limping because I I got this massive um, blister on the back of my ankle. And Trevor just made fun of me the entire trip because I was just like hobbling around, had my shotgun under my shoulder so I I couldn't use my hands when I'm like climbing hills and stuff. And we ended up, we did get on some birds. But heard some
2: goblin took a nice nap in the ditch thought we lost trevor we were sleeping in this ditch and trevor had this i
0: don't know like a poncho it was a poncho i oriented the one sleeve over my face <laughs> yeah because it was like a light rain so like trevor basically puts a bag over his head and starts taking that yeah, i had the utmost confidence in that poncho it had to have been so hot in there but well, it was, it was steaming pretty
2: good yeah i woke up from my nap and i look over and trevor's got a plastic poncho <laughs> over his head and it's totally
0: was like... fogged over like <laughs> like i think we just trevor just couldn't handle the stress of this turkey hunt any longer he was just done but we ended up calling a hen in that day i remember across the gully, but no luck and then we had to do the the four mile walk back because we, we kind of like looped around a lot but ended up by noon we had like a four mile walk back to the truck. But so this year we brought you in and, uh, almost got it done first day, like right off the bat. I couldn't believe it. It was, if, if we would have gotten a bird for that, I think you would have been convinced that Turkey hunting was just like, and it was so close. Like we had this bird cross the road. Somehow I get him to cross the road. Like he was probably 300 yards from where we were set up. Um, And I don't have permission to hunt on that side of the road. So, like, it's not like we could have even moved to get closer. So, I'm like, well, this is the only bird that's gobbling. We got to see what we can do. So, I just, you know, got real slutty with the calling. Next thing I know, that bird's on our side of the road. So, I have Trevor spin around. He gets on the other side of the tree because we were facing totally away from him. And then this bird circles down around behind us. So, I have Trevor moving again. And for some reason he just didn't pop up over the hill like he was probably 80 yards 70 yards somewhere like i mean he was dangerously close but he just wouldn't come up the hill he like worked through this gully um and never popped up it was a it was a shame
2: well, that's how turkey hunting goes sometimes so
0: um do you do do you do any turkey hunting down in pittsburgh at all no not really just just the deer hunting yeah it's all pretty much stuck
1: to public land and there's just so many people
0: yeah public public's tough i mean turkey hunting seems to be getting a little bit more popular as the population gets bigger and i we were hunting public land last weekend and every place we went to was just loaded with people so it makes it tough
2: yeah i think i don't know i've always preferred to hunt like private private land like family member that you know no one else is on because like today i was hunting it was private land but i got landowner permission well apparently someone else also got landowner permission and i was actually and mind you this is a fictional podcast and i'm not entirely sure if this is legal or not but i was driving and i saw a bird out in a field that i have permission to hunt so drive back to the house, grab Nick, tell him, hey, there's a bird out in this field that I have permission to hunt. I need you to drop me off in the woods behind it, and I'm going to try and call him in, which that's got to be legal.
0: That's, it, that is. that You You're not you weren't stalking the bird. Yeah. So I set up. Hey, you aren't allowed to stalk turkeys. Yeah. Um, but you're, you weren't stalking. You were just getting set up on it.
2: Yeah. So I get, I'm going to get back in the woods, and I call nothing. And like two minutes later, I hear what, I couldn't tell if it was uh, someone calling or an actual turkey. It sounded like someone calling. Um, I'm like, I don't know, not 100%. I'm just going to hold here. So then I call again, the bird out in the field, hammers back. And doesn't this, now I know it's a person calling because they just went freaking crazy on their call. And they were using a slate call and I could hear them messing up and, squeaking and everything i'm like this this ain't it so i try to call nick and i don't have the best service at my house and so the phone call never went through i think i tried calling about
0: six times yeah i got a voicemail about 30 minutes ago from you yeah so i had to make the mile and a half hike down the road back well to the which house. you told me to meet you back there at like 10 30 11 so i set a timer to leave here at ten forty five, yeah, and you walked in at ten thirty. I'm like, what? The? Yeah, well, I didn't anticipate. I mean, I planned on sitting there because I was pretty
2: confident I could call that bird across the field. Yeah, but I didn't want to booger up someone else's hunt. So, this is what it is. Called in two long beards this morning, but they circled behind me and they were gobbling out in front and. I call. They're hammering back, getting closer. So I just shut up. I'm like, all right, I know they're on their way. Well, they made a big loop behind me, and the next time they gobbled, they're like twenty yards, 180 degrees, the direction I'm facing. So I just you did you did you see them? Oh yeah, I heard them gobble, and I turned my head, and they were both out in this pasture, strutting. You couldn't right behind me. You couldn't try and spin around, make a quick shot. No, it was I was. I wasn't against a tree. I was sitting, like, in a bush. Oh. So I would have had to totally shoot through the bush. And it would have been pretty noisy spinning around.
0: That sucks. Yeah. So well, I guess you were set up that way because that's where they sound like they're coming from. Well, but- uh, my buddy told me
2: that he's been seeing these birds out in front of this hedgerow every single morning. Um. So I'm like, all right, I'll face the hedgerow yeah well no i was in the hedgerow facing where he's been seeing the birds every day mm-hmm. and for whatever reason they made a loop around and to get into the pasture they did there's a barbed wire fence all the way around it and it's lined with like multifloral rose rows pricker bushes mm-hmm. so why they felt the need to cross it and get into there i have no idea but how early was it like is it something you think you could do before work Oh, it was, yeah, it was probably 605. Oh. Yeah, it was like right now. Hmm. So what would you do differently if you went back there? Face into the pasture. Or set up in a location where I could shoot both side. into the pasture and into the field. Gotcha. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. So anyway, that was my morning hunt. Today is Saturday. If you're one of our listeners
0: that tunes in at, what, 5 a.m. Sunday morning? Yeah, once in a while the podcast gets released Monday morning, but yeah, it's always Sunday Monday. Yeah, but if you're uh, listening to this
2: 5 a.m. Sunday, we'll be sitting against a tree trying to call
0: one in off the roost. It'll be fun.
2: What's
0: this? Hmm. Um, But yeah, so I guess before... I feel like since we've got Trevor here, we should probably hear his first buck story too because we were here for that. So Trevor, I want you to give us a rundown on your first buck. Oh, God. That was uh, up in New York, getting that license
1: was something else and basically just yelling at a Walmart employee saying that we had all the right. Which we we did. We actually
2: had someone else that we didn't even know start yelling. He's, I've hunted Tennessee, (laughs) Kansas, Kentucky.
1: Yeah, and they just started clicking away, and before you know it, we had a license in our hands, so we were all set to go. And then uh, got out the next morning up in uh, Climber, New York, and it was nice. Uh, if it was brown, it was down was the rule. so.
2: Yeah, there's no antler restriction up there.
1: So, uh, this, at first all I saw was a deer ran in behind me. Well,
2: you're forgetting a very key point. What? There's no cell service up there and radio walkie-talkies are illegal so we made this thing where i think if you shot a doe you were supposed to yell you know like, yeehaw if oh. you shot a doe and then if you shot a buck it was shooey that way you couldn't call anyone you couldn't use walkie-talkie but yeah. that way everyone else would know you know what you just shot yeah so this deer comes
1: out so it comes out behind me and uh it's getting dark, so I'm like, Well, I'll just flip around and see what happens. And as I'm moving it took off
0: and uh got a shot off at it and shot under it while it was moving. And, and at this point you, you knew it was a buck at this point because like once you got it in your scope. I saw antlers. Yeah. And then Antler. Antler. Well, we're getting there.
1: <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then uh it jumped this creek and uh looked right back at me so I was like well all right I'll try and get one more off so once I saw brown in the scope I pulled the trigger and was uh lucky
0: enough to shoot it in the neck and it (laughs) just dropped right there in the snow it was just like we're all a couple hundred yards away so we hear one shot not like we don't hear any shoo-wee eehaw or nothing yeah second shot goes off and then all of a sudden we hear shoo-wee ringing through the woods
1: yeah I'm walking up to this gorgeous deer in the snow and i get to it i'm like oh my god it's a doe (laughs) and uh after looking at it for a second it's like no this is the most beautiful half rack buck i've ever seen in my life so just the the rack side was just in the snow it was it was but no doubt dominant i mean clearly he probably broke it off from fighting oh yeah
0: i tried to ask him but it was too late (laughs) (laughs) um so that that buck's actually still hanging in camp that's you got one on the wall, yeah. Still up there. Every that's just, I love that part of camp. That as 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 it sits, every buck that's been killed there is in camp. I know eventually somebody's gonna shoot a tank that probably won't make the wall anymore. But as Do a, you imagine,
2: like someone shoot like 150 inch buck up there, just an absolute giant, and you pull out the hacksaw and start cutting the horns off of it. <laughs> yeah, this will look nice up on the wall.
0: I like Frank's that still has the hair on it
2: that is a nice touch i think the mice have chewed most of it on it's pretty well
0: bald by now oh is it yeah mm. oh my god that's nice well trevor i can't thank you enough for making the trip up here this weekend this has been a blast and we got with tom's wedding and everything we'll be yeah. able to see you a lot this summer yeah it's gonna be a really busy month really good month and I'm sure we'll have a couple beers just a few if we're good yeah it might have been the cause of me and trevor not getting out this morning but. Yeah, who knows? I wasn't
2: gonna say anything, but since you're bringing it up,
0: yeah. It, I mean, hey, I, we got to own it. We uh, we got to show Trevor the local family bar, and just had a good time, shot some pool. It was good, good stuff. Yeah, we were so close. I mean, that counts.
2: Yeah, that's that's half the battle yeah. right there.
0: Well, what's the. Almost only counts in turkey hunting and hand grenades, or so isn't that how, yeah. how the saying goes.
2: Yeah. If that's the case, then I've I've killed a lot of long beards. I I would be. You. I don't hard want pressed any... to find
0: someone that has almost killed as many long beards as I have. Yeah, I. You do have probably the most almost of anybody I know.
2: If I killed half the long beards that I almost killed, I would have a lot. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. it. They somehow, I don't know if it's the way I smell
0: or what, but... It could be the mustache. It could be too intimidating. Yeah. Like um, if your mustache is better than their beard, maybe they just can't do it. Yeah.
2: Like an aroma coming off of it. Hopefully, uh, if you're one of the people that listen to this Sunday afternoon, hopefully I'll
0: have my first long beard under my belt by then. It'd be good stuff. Um. I guess, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Um, I don't know if we have any moms listening, but if we do, happy Mother's Day. Um, Absolutely. You know, I think moms are a huge part of why we can still do the things we do, um, like hunting and stuff. I, I know our mom's been awesome with, um, you know, even just like cooking venison and supporting us while we're doing everything we like to do. So just want to give a shout out to the moms. Happy Mother's Day and they're the reason we're here. So. Amen. Thank you. Um, Trevor, it's good seeing you again. Good to Uh, see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a blast. So I guess we'll close it out there with how we always do it, Trevor. Um, We'd like to thank everybody for listening and continuing to support us and what we do. And it's still turkey season, so make sure everybody's still getting outside.